0: everybody and welcome back to Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host Tori Simone, and I almost said welcome back to Stride at Home. I've been doing like so much stuff for Stride at Home today but I almost said welcome back to Stride at Home. <laughs> now welcome back to Manifest with Tori Simone. I hope you guys are having the best Monday ever. A lot of you guys said that last week's episode um, you couldn't find um, so I'm really sorry about that but it's up so you guys Can binge it if you want two episodes. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it is up. It is a good time. And I really like it. Today's episode, I'm really excited to talk to you guys about. And I actually can't believe I'm kind of talking about this, because I can't believe that I like running as much as I do. I truly never thought I'd be making an episode like this, where I talk about goals, how the hardest part is starting and have my example be about running. It is crazy. Um, I don't even have that much of an intro. Oh my God. Wait. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because I have a house update for you guys. I didn't get it. Ah, I didn't get the house, but that's okay. There will be others. And that just means it wasn't the right house. Um, But it's crazy this market right now. Like I went in 10,000 over asking and I was actually 15 no 10 10 10 over asking and I was going to cover transfer tax and the two and a half realtor fee I think um and I lost by like 50,000 dollars over asking it's crazy so no house for me uh that's okay that is okay uh I still have no idea what I'm gonna do I'm actually going to look at more houses today but I think today if I don't find any of these houses that I that I don't like I think I'm just gonna take a break from house hunting I'm truly exhausted from doing it my realtor Brandy is such a champ she's literally like every day I'm like can we go look at these houses she's like yep let's go she's a champ but I'm exhausted so I think I'm just gonna take a break. And either rent, which I never rent, but I was listening to the Skinny Confidential's podcast yesterday, and I'm going to mess up his name really bad, but I listened to the episode with um, Ramid, oh, I'm going to say it's so bad, their guest that they had about finances and his things like, I'll teach you how to live a rich life or something like that, he was on their podcast and he talked about running versus buying and it was just a perspective that I've never heard because my family is so buy you like you always buy, but maybe I'll rent. I don't know. I liked his perspective on it. And if I don't choose to rent, then I'm just gonna bum it at my parents for a little bit until something comes up. But who knows? Who knows, man? I'll keep you guys updated. The more I know, I'm lucky that I still have time down at the beach. But I can't believe it's August. I can't believe it's this deep into August and this week starts September. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? It's been absolutely wild. So summer flew by, completely flew by. But anyway, what are you going to do about it? So yeah, I don't have a house. I'm fortunately living at the beach and I'll figure it out come fall. But I'm really lucky that I have options and it's okay. The universe is just putting me where I need to be and I am open to receiving it as we all have to be. So um, yeah, that's my update for you guys. And I'm very excited to kind of just jump in and talk about today's podcast. So today, we are going to talk about the hardest part of accomplishing a goal, which is starting. I truly think that the hardest part is starting because that is the lead domino. That is the catalyst to launching yourself into a goal and a body in motion stays in motion and once you get the momentum under you it becomes so much easier to accomplish a goal but the hardest part is getting that momentum and taking the first step it's really hard like how many times have you had an idea about something and that's all it ever goes to it's just an idea it stays as an idea and that's like the end-all be-all it's an idea and that's okay But it's really hard to start, and you can't beat yourself up over that. I've been there. I'm still there with a lot of other things going on in my life where they're just ideas. And maybe they'll become more, maybe they won't, but they're ideas. The hardest part is always starting. And I'm really going to dive deep into my example of running because it's something that I can't believe I'm actually really enjoying. I am really really loving running so I'm recording this on Wednesday August 25th yesterday I had a four mile run I ended up doing four and a half partially because I went too far out and so I had to come back a half mile farther but also because it just felt really good and like looking back I was like I should have done five I just I could have done five that extra half mile I could have done it But I'm really, really enjoying it way more than I thought I would. Because the last time I ran was in cross country, eighth grade, and I hated it. And before that, or sorry, after that, I would see people run on like YouTube and stuff. And I would, you know, love the idea of it. And I was always like jealous that they could do that. But it was just something that I was like, yeah, running sucks. And I don't ever want to do it. And every now and then I would go out for a run and I'm like this Sucks like it actually sucks And I hated it. So I was just like I Don't even care to be a runner. I never want to be a runner Ew! It's just it sucks Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash manifest terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed. But then my friend Brandy was like, Hey, let's, let's do this half marathon. I signed up and I'm starting training for it and I'm three weeks in and I am really, really enjoying running way more than I thought I would. And don't get me wrong. Some runs are really, really hard. Like my Sunday runs tend to be really hard for me because those are my long runs. But some runs like the one I had yesterday and last Tuesday really are effortless and they feel just easy. And I am just moving and cruising. And it just feels really good. Some are super effortless the more I get into them. But I think that this happened because I felt my, set myself up for success, which is incredibly important. So I got to this point of really enjoying running three weeks in because this is what I did. So the first thing I did was I signed up for a race. So signing up for a race. Now I have a date, a goal and a commitment. I had to pay for the race fee. I had to put it in my calendar and I had to get a sub for my class that day. That's three things that I had to do. I'm committed. Not only did I sign up, but I had people that I'm running the actual race with. Now my trainings, I'm running alone, but I have like accountability people. So I have Brandy and then our other friend is also running this race. And the three of us are just in a group message and every day, you know, when we're running, we'll say happy four miles or whatever we run that day. When we're done, we send a picture of our, Stats and you know, our route, whatever, maybe just pictures along the way of what we did. And it's just nice to have these check ins and to share activity together. It's nice to have an accountability partner, even though I run alone. It's really awesome to share your wins. I'll send it to my mom, I'll send it to my friends. Like, I'm just like proud of myself every time I'm done a run. I'm just really proud of myself, and I like to share it with people that I know are invested in the small wins of my life as well. Um, so even if you want to run a race, but you don't know who to run it with, you don't have to like physically run it with people. You can go on Facebook and find like a running group in your area. Lululemon, for example, they have a run club. You can meet someone in a run club and just share your small ones with them. You can share your activity with your friends on an Apple watch or on a Garmin. Um, it's these, it's just sharing your accomplishments with people that go a really, really long way. So I signed up and I have people that I'm doing it with, which really helps. The third thing I did was I bought the gear I needed. And another way to phrase that, which I think is more important, is I invested in my goal and I invested in myself in accomplishing the goal. So what I did specifically was I bought a Garmin Forerunner 55 watch, which I absolutely love. Um, I had an Apple watch, but I'm someone that like, I need new things. I don't know. It's just what I am. So I wanted to get a new watch that I've never had before. And I'm so glad I went with the Garmin, not sponsored, but they should sponsor me because it's freaking awesome. I love this watch. It tracks my sleep, my steps, my calories, my heart rate, my runs, tracks my period. It tracks literally anything that I want it to. It's really, really incredible to watch. And I think it's at a really good price point. I think this was a $200 watch. But for everything that you get, it's really nice. Um, It's not touchscreen or anything. It's like all buttons. It's kind of old school. You can put your phone up to it. I just don't have my phone connected to it for like messages to come through or anything. But it's really just really cool to see everything on my – they have like a Garmin Connect app and it talks to your watch. It's really cool. I literally check the app like 500 times a day. It's like my social media. It's just really fun for me to look. So I love the watch. The charge lasts for like two weeks. I've never had it come even down to half battery. Um, it's incredible. I absolutely love it. it. Also, charges really fast. I take it off to um, shower and I charge it while I shower. So like 10 minutes and it's back to a full charge. It's really awesome. So anyway, I invested in myself by purchasing the watch. Another thing I did was I bought socks. That sounds really small, but to me, they're my running socks and I only wear them when I run. So it's like a little signal in my brain. That these are my running socks and I'm gonna go for a run. And fortunately, I had all the other gear, but if I were to start from nothing, I also would have purchased running shoes. I currently use the OnCloud running shoes and I really like them. Um, I'd recommend them. I know some people love them, hate them. You just have to find what you like. I really like them. I also would have purchased beats over-the-head headphones because all other headphones fall out of my ear. I don't know, I guess I have small ears. And I also purchased a while ago an armband from Amazon for my phone. Huge game changer because I want to bring my phone, but I don't want to put it in a pocket to drag down my pants. And there's no way in hell I'm going to hold it. So I put it on my arm. um, And it's awesome. Game Changer is like $5 on Amazon. It rocks. So I invested in myself, I bought the gear that I needed to accomplish the goal. The next thing I did was I planned everything out. My mom who was a runner, wrote up a training schedule for me to follow and I have it mapped out every single day until race day of exactly what I'm doing. I wake up early and I get it done. I've had runs where I do it at both 9 a.m. and 6 a.m. And every single time my 6 a.m. runs are far better than my 9 a.m. There's just really something about doing it when the sun rises. It's really magical. Also, like doing it first thing when you wake up rocks. It's just the best. Now, when I do it later in the day, like 9 a.m., I'll typically – that's like on a Sunday I did that. I slept until about 8.30, woke up, went for a run. Also still the first thing I did when I woke up, but the difference was right now it's the dead of August and I'm doing this at the beach. So the humidity and heat starts promptly at 7 a.m. So it gets really, really hot and like wet outside so early. So doing it before that starts is really key. And I don't know, I'm just in such a better groove when I run. Another thing I noticed, sidetrack, is that when I wake up and if my mind is really clouded and I'm like, I can't go for a run today, I have to kind of get this stuff out of my head. I always say, no, like, we're gonna go for a run. It's your Thursday tempo day, you gotta go run. I run and my mind is instantly cleared when I come back. Um, And whatever I was worrying about, I either don't worry about it at all anymore or I'm able to logically think about it and get it done efficiently with a clear head and clear mind space. So anyway, back to my point, everything was planned out. I know exactly what I'm doing every single day until race day. Um, Another thing that I did, uh, these are kind of just notes from here on out. Um, I'm really, really proud of myself and I stay proud of myself all day. Even today, like I ran yesterday and I'm still proud of myself that I did that. I hated running. Like I can't emphasize that enough. I hated running. And I know people say that a lot and then they start running and they're like, I love running. And I'd always be like, oh, shut up. You guys are so annoying. But like I despised running, guys. Like I really hated it. And I was envious of people that could run because I just hated it so much. But now here I am three weeks in and I'm already seeing massive changes in my mindset, my nutrition relationship, and even my body. Which is crazy, and even though I'm not doing this to lose weight, I know I made to a joke two episodes ago where Brandy was like, "You want to run a half marathon?" I was like, "What's the worst that happens? We get hot." Like funny joke. Yeah, I was kind of being serious, but also kind of not. Like I'm not doing it to lose weight or anything, but I already notice a huge change in my stomach. I have like low key ab definition all of a sudden, and my legs I'm noticing are shrinking, specifically my thighs. I've always just kind of had like bigger thighs um since i've been like 19 or so my thighs have just kind of grown into like my womanly figure um but they're actually shrinking and i'm it's not like i'm measuring them but i'm noticing them in my clothes like when i wear biker shorts they typically just kind of like bulge out a little bit on my inner thigh and they're just doing that less now which is interesting um so i'm just noticing these small little things about myself Physical changes can act as a catalyst to keep going because obviously you see these changes. You're like, hmm, I'm going to just keep doing what I'm doing because it seems to be working. And I feel better about myself. I really look forward to working out. I sleep better. I want to fuel myself properly. And I really just look forward to the sweat of a run. Like I just come back drenched in sweat and it's just like awesome. It's awesome. Another thing that I really like is I get to explore. Um, I now run on the back roads that i've never appreciated that i drive on um you know like when you drive on back roads you're like oh it's pretty whatever but when you run on it it's just a totally different perspective and experience it's really cool um yesterday i ran over the Avalon bridge during sunrise that was beautiful the sun is rising and it's hitting the water and you see the ocean on one side you see the bay on the other side you see the houses with you know they're lit with Orange and pink from the sunrise, so beautiful. And it's like me and another runner on the other side of the bridge, and that's it. There's no cars. It's just so beautiful. Um, and you know, I drive over that bridge a million times, but running over it was awesome, really, really cool. And also a goal of mine that I wanted to do. I always wanted to run over the Avalon Bridge, and now I did it. It also really forces me to get up early um, because, like I said, I want to beat the humidity. So I really, really like it. Um, I get to explore and just find new beauty in my everyday drive and everyday commute. Moral of the story is that I'm absolutely loving it. But the hardest part of this was starting. Had I not signed up for the race, I would have never started feeling all these great things that I just explained. And all I had to do was sign up for the race. And then the second thing I had to do was go out for my first run. I remember I was so excited for my first run. My mom actually took a picture of me because I was so excited. I was like, mom, going on my run, take a picture of me. So I'll post it after race day because I was so excited. But the hardest part was starting. But the biggest motivator was setting a concrete goal and investing into myself. I wasn't going to put something on the calendar and pay money just to delete it and just to have my Garmin running watch just to like track my daily life. If I wasn't going to run, I was investing in my goal. And I think that is really, really important. We invest in businesses. We invest in other people. If our friend opens up a tie dye hat shop, we're going to buy one of theirs. We're investing in other people. It's time that we start investing in ourselves. So if you guys have a goal in mind, I want you to think right now of what that goal is. And I'm going to give you some tips on how to just freaking start the goal. Once you start, the momentum is going to kick in and it's going to become easier the more you do it. It's going to become a lot more effortless, but you just have to start. That's honestly the hardest part is starting. So these are my five tips on how to just freaking start. Number one, have an end goal. In my case, The end goal is to do the Philly half marathon on Saturday, Saturday, November 20th, 2021. 13.1 miles. Boom. That's my goal. It's as simple as that. Don't overcomplicate this. Make it simple. For example, if your goal is to write a book, cool. Give me a date. You want to write a book by January 5th, 2022. Cool. Keep it simple. That's your goal. Step one, have a goal End goal, make it specific. Number two, Invest in what you need to accomplish that goal. In my case, with the half marathon, I needed a watch, I needed headphones, and I needed running shoes. For example, if you're gonna be writing your book by January 5th, 2022, maybe you need to purchase blue light glasses, a laptop, noise-canceling headphones, and an electronic coffee mug heater so your drink stays hot while you write. Have some fun with it. Who says this has, has to be like mundane? No, bitch, have fun with it. If you want to buy like a pink pen to write with it too, buy a pink pen, go all out, but invest in yourself, put monetary value towards something. So you owe yourself at least this much that you're investing in yourself and you're believing in yourself. If you won't go the simple mile of investing in your goal, you won't follow through with it because you already believe that you won't accomplish it. You don't buy things to invest in a goal. If you personally don't think that you can do it invest. It's so important. Number three, don't make it so daunting. In my case, running 13.1 miles is not something that I can do today, but today I can run two. I can run three. I can run four. Maybe I I can run half a mile. Whatever I can do, that's what I'm going to do. So I can run two. So I'm going to start with two. And my goal at the core is to run. The distance can be changed. My goal is to run. So I'm going to do just that. I'm just going to run. For example, if you're going to be writing a book, that can be super daunting. And I for sure can't write a whole book right now. The thought of that actually just makes me want to not do it at all. Same with go run 13.1 miles today. No, thanks. I'd rather just literally not do it at all. Start small. But if you're writing the book, you can write the outline of what you want the book to be about. So maybe I'm going to start with that. Or maybe that's a little bit too much today. Maybe I'm just going to write the first five pages of a brain dump to throw my ideas out on paper. Today, I can do that. The ultimate goal is to write. So I'm simply going to do just that. I'm simply just going to write. Number four, plan it out. In my case, it was having a guide of how far I'm going to run on each particular day. And that's good enough for me. I have it mapped in my calendar that I run every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Tuesdays are my easy runs. Thursdays are my tempo runs. Fridays are my speed runs. And Sundays are my long runs. Now, those runs each Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday vary on distance, tempo, time, etc. And sure, the time that I run on Tuesday one week may vary from the time I run next Tuesday. And I'm really flexible in that regard. Because if I say I'm going to run every Tuesday at 7 a.m., well, maybe I can't in three weeks from now. That doesn't mean I'm going to derail my whole training. It means I'm going to be flexible to my commitment of at least running on a Tuesday. But I want it in the morning. And I'm going to be flexible in the regard of what time. I know what time I prefer, but maybe I can't make it work that day. That's fine. I'll still run in the morning. But I know that on those days, I run no matter what. Even if it's raining, because it actually feels better in the rain. If you're writing a book, for example, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're going to write for two hours and you're going to make it in the morning. The time each morning can be flexible, but you are blocking it out in your calendar. You are unavailable for two hours every morning. No calls, no emails, no texting, no Instagram, none of that give yourself a break in between but you are writing for 2 hours every single morning. And if 2 hours is too much, totally fine, make it 1 hour. This has to be manageable. This cannot be overcomplicated. This cannot be something that is unattainable. It can't be something that you've never even expressed interest in before. For example, like if I'm a new runner and my goal is to run 13.1 miles, I'm not going to have myself run every single day. That just would be unbelievable. I'm also not going to have myself run, let's say, five miles every single day. Yes, it's a plan, but it's an unattainable plan. It needs to be something that you can do, that you can manage. It's going to be outside of your comfort zone because you've never done it before. You're going to be dialed in in a new way, but... It's going to be something really critical and really crucial, but something that you can do. Make sure this is manageable. So if writing for two hours every morning is too much for you, make it one hour. Give yourself a 10-minute break, 30 minutes into it. Easy. We can do that. Make this manageable and something that you can physically block out in your calendar. This is a non-negotiable. And the fifth tip is to simply love the journey. Yes, the goal is the marker of the accomplishment. Once I run 13.1 miles at the Philly half on Saturday, November 20th, I have accomplished my goal. But the training, the writing, the getting to the goal is actually what counts. That's what you need to fall in love with. That's the process of it all. I don't love the half marathon. I haven't done it yet. But what I am loving is the running. What I am loving is a sense of self-accomplishment, All of the things that I mentioned earlier, that's what I'm loving. How I'm feeling, how I'm looking, how I wake up, how I feel like I have purpose, how I'm proud of myself. That's what I love. I love the journey. Yes, I'm going to hit a goal, but I'm loving the journey. The journey is what keeps you going. The momentum is what keeps you going. And it all starts by just starting. Those are my five tips on how to just start. Learn. To love the journey, baby. Guys, this was a short episode, but I think this was jam-packed of information. And I hope it helps you guys start your week to create a concrete goal and start your goal. I have several other episodes about how to keep a goal going. If you guys want to get like, you know, to step six, once you're started and you have the momentum. But this is my tip, my tips on how to start your goal and how you can actually make a goal become your reality because it's really about the journey at the end of the day. So guys, again, this was short, but I think it was really impactful and I hope you guys took away some tidbits that you can apply to your future and I hope you guys make it an incredible future. Guys, I'll talk to you all very soon. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Um, Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tori Sterling underscore and that's all. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye guys.